You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It is 2 p.m. in Israel, Tuesday, November 8th. This is Arieh O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. Israel and Jordan today signed a memorandum of understanding to move ahead with a water for energy deal that, after examination of the project, f- proved it to be feasible. The idea was first announced a few years ago. Is for Jordan to build a 600-megawatt solar-generating capacity facility that would be exported to Israel. In return, Israel would provide water-scarce Jordan with 200 million cubic meters of desalinated water. The Memorandum of Understanding was signed at the UN Climate Conference in Sharm el-Sheikh, Egypt, at an event hosted by the United Arab Emirates, which is a partner in the project. Six days after the national elections, U.S. President Joe Biden telephoned Likud leader Benjamin Netanyahu last night to congratulate him. Meanwhile, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky made a pitch for closer security ties with Israel uh, today, saying both countries face similar threats. He said, I just spoke to Benjamin Netanyahu, the leader of the bloc that won the elections in Israel. I congratulated him on his victory. We discussed the main aspects of relations between our states. I think it is clear to everyone what Ukraine emphasizes and what security emphasis Israel makes. I believe that we can significantly strengthen our states, especially since the threats to us are related, Zelensky said in his nightly video address. Zelensky has called on Israel for weeks to provide arms, particularly air defense systems for Ukraine and its conflict with Russia. An Israeli man who was stabbed two weeks ago in a terror attack in Samaria has died of his injuries. The man, Shalomom Sofer, 61, from Petah Tikva, was stabbed in the village of Fundak, where he entered to go shopping. Initially, his injuries were said to be moderate, but his condition worsened after he was treated at Tel Shomer Sheba Hospital. His wounds hemorrhaged, and he passed away after losing blood. He is survived by five children and 19 grandchildren. His widow, Rachel, said his medical treatment was poor, and he was released too early from care. Meanwhile, the guard, David Morrell, who was seriously wounded last month during a terror attack at the Shuafat roadblock that killed Sergeant Noah Lazar, has been released from Hadassah and Karim Hospital today, where he had been under medical care. Morrell was still not communicating, and doctors said his recovery, recovery will be lengthy. Coalition talks. Likud leader Benjamin Netanyahu is to meet this afternoon with M.K. Avi Moaz, excuse me, Maoz, the sole representative of the far-right Noam faction in the upcoming Knesset. The meeting was arranged after Noam expressed bitterness from the fact that Netanyahu had yet to invite him for a meeting during these preliminary negotiations over the next government coalition. Sources in the faction warned that they were considering staying out of the coalition and challenging it from the right. Noam plans to push Netanyahu to set up a unit adjacent to his office of the prime minister that would act to strengthen Jewish identity and prevent foreign influences. The Noam faction ran together with Utsma Yudit M.K. Itmar Ben-Gvir, but has an anti-LGBTQ platform. Last evening, Netanyahu met with Ben-Gvir, who asked for the Ministry for Public Security, Education, and possibly the Transportation Ministry to join the coalition. The Simon Wiesenthal Center has denounced plans for an event taking place in Tel Aviv hosted by a German organization that links the Holocaust with the Palestinian Nakba of 1948. The event is being hosted at the Goethe Institute and is called Understanding the Other Side's Pain, the Shoah, the Nakba, and the German Remembrance. 
Rabbi Abraham Cooper of the Wiesenthal Center called it despicable for any German to utter Shoah and Nakba in the same breath. There's nothing wrong with exploring the feelings of the Palestinians, but to link the Palestinian-Israeli conflict in any way to Nazi Germany's final solution that murdered six million innocent Jews is a monstrous insult to the victims of the Shoah, Rabbi wrote. The organization called on Prime Minister Yair Lapid to demand that the event be canceled, calling it an odious provocation. The head of the Tunisian delegation to the UN Climate Conference, Najla Boden, has been heavily criticized on social media in her country after a friendly meeting she had with President Isaac Herzog at the conference. Critics on social media have accused her of normalizing relations with the Jewish state. And two weeks before the opening of the World Cup Games in Qatar, the Minister of Communications is asking FIFA to help Israeli fans who are attending the Games. Qatar has no diplomatic relations with Israel and has refused to hold negotiations with Israeli mobile phone operators. Israeli fans are not then able to get phone packages and must purchase local SIM cards for telephone communications. Taking a look at the weather, and it will continue to be unseasonably cold with local rain showers accompanied by isolated thunder showers from the north all the way to the northern Negev. Rains are expected to taper off in the evening tomorrow. Flood warnings are in effect for the Judean Desert and the De Dead Sea regions. Maximum temperatures in the main regions, Jerusalem 16, Tel Aviv 23, Haifa 20, Beersheba 22, and in Elat going up to 28 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Kanreka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. <laughs>